Radio Taiwan International, and I am Natalie. So, this hour we have just the classics. We're going to hear some of the great hits from Emil Zou from the 80s and 90s. But first, join us for a live recorded version of Here in Taiwan. <laughs> It is Tuesday, October 7th, and this is Here in Taiwan, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International. And in the studio today, we have Shirley Lin. Hello. Paula Chow. Hello. And I am Natalie So. And I'd like to say a special hello to all of you who are watching live on our RTI Facebook page. Do leave a comment. We'll be reading them throughout the show. And also a special hello to our radio listeners who are listening on Wednesday. All right. So today we'll be talking about where should a cross-strait couple live, Beijing or Taipei? We'll be telling you the factors they consider. Also on the subject of cross-strait love, online dating scams are on the rise. And in Taiwan, more than 70 private spaces are going to be opening in this exciting open house Taipei starting in November. A lot more stories coming right up. Okay, so I'd like to hear what a cross-strait couple considers um, when they decide where they want to live. Okay, um, this guy, um, he, um, um, he used to live in Boston. And then he met his, um, you know, Chinese fiancé. And then they, they are going to get married soon. And they, they have a discussion about, you know, where to live. Is, is it better to stay in Taipei or is it better to live in Beijing? And after a long consideration, um, he said that um, they chose Taipei over Beijing for several reasons. First of all, um, you know, it, it costs a lot to give birth. I mean, in China, especially if you want to go to a private hospital, it costs at least 2,000 U.S. dollars wow. to give wow. birth there, at least 2,000 U.S. dollars. And if you want to find a babysitter in Beijing, it costs at least 1,000 U.S. dollars per month. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot. And then when it comes to children's education, if you want your children to go to good school, um, you have to make sure that you live in certain um, you know, districts. Yeah, districts. The, uh, the places that they, uh, uh, with good schools. But if you can't afford um, uh, the, the housing prices, then you know, it's, 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 it's an issue. And he also said that um, Taiwan has better long-term care program. And also, um, tr when it comes to traffic, uh, he said that um, you know, it takes at least um, 40 minutes to um, two hours to go to, um, to get from place to place in Beijing, oh. because Beijing is a large city and it has you know, so many people. Taipei, is, you know, of course, is relatively small. Right. So, and he also said it's it's so e um, it's quite common to transfer three times if you want to take the subway in Beijing. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's more convenient taking the subway here. Our MRT um, you know system is so convenient. And he also said housing prices are you know really high in Beijing. You know, for young couples, you can't afford it. And when it comes to health insurance or health care, of course, you know, Taipei is a lot better. You know, Taiwan is known for its excellent um, medical care quality. And after saying, um, you know, having said that, this guy said, yes, you know, um, Beijing's no comparison when it comes to traffic, um, um, child care, long-term care. However, 
Um, he said that um, in Beijing, you actually, of course, you, you. He said you earn a lot. The paycheck is three times higher really? than what people can earn in Taipei. So, yeah. why is that? Why is give and take. why is Beijing hmm. higher than Taiwan already? I because our you know our wages have been stagnant for decades. Yeah. That's no, I'm a little upset about a that. <laughs> well, I guess it's a it's a big city, and there are you know many um, job opportunities, hmm. right? But that's in, how they get the brain drain. I mean, that's why Taiwan has a brain drain, actually. Right. It's, it's not. I don't think it's the living conditions. It's the salary. Yeah. The salary, right? yes. Right. That he said right. that he has a friend who does um, investment banking, but the, you know, in Beijing, but the salary um, his friends earns is actually three times higher than. What uh, you know, people usually earn in Taipei, yeah. right? Well, if you're listening, tell us where you would rather live, Beijing or Taipei. <laughs> I'd be curious, or what you, what impressions you have of those two cities. So I think, it, of course, you know the answer is Taipei, or wouldn't be in our paper, right? If it was I Beijing, know. they wouldn't be talking about. It yeah, would be in really. the Beijing paper, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, there's several people have joined us. Let's say hi to them. There's uh, Yasuyuki Yamasato, Sabina Kuo, Rashid Naz. He says, you know, how are you? We're fine. And um, yeah, and uh, Orang Zaib Alamgir and um, Jessica Chang from RTI is also joined us. Hi. Hi, Jessica. Yeah, so anyway, great. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned. Well, it does seem like Taipei is a better place to live after all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though the salary is lower. Yeah. yeah, that's a give and take. You know? I think people, I mean, who would go to Beijing might be for their careers, right? If they have a, a good opportunity there, or for a family, if they have, if their family is there, and they have a really good salary, then they have a better setup over there, right? Mm. But in terms of uh, more affordability or maybe quality of life, it's quality it's, of life. Yeah, in some ways, it's better here. It's, it's smaller. It's easier. There's not as much pollution as well. Yeah, and there's nothing more important than have a great national health insurance program, right? Health is so important. I mean, you want to make sure that you've got the best, you know. Um, Medical. They're even thinking of long-term care already. They're a young couple. <laughs> <laughs> thinking ahead. What about you guys? Have you ever considered moving up, like to Beijing or Shanghai? And, and I don't think so. Yeah, I went to Beijing twice as a tourist. You know, I stayed there for about one week or two weeks. But Beijing is really cold. Oh yeah, yeah. So I guess I'm used too. to the weather here in Taipei. Well, uh, the opposite. I, I was there. Um, wow. Almost like 20 years ago, during the summer, it was really hot, <laughs> unbearable. So I know you have a daughter who lives in Shanghai, right? Yeah. So does she like it compared to Taipei? Yeah, she does. She does. Well, Shanghai is very different from Beijing. Mm, you know? That's true. Yeah. It's, it's more, more cosmopolitan. Right, right, right. Contemporary and modern and everything. So everything is very convenient there, too. Yeah, nice place to be. If I have a choice between Beijing and Shanghai, I guess Shanghai. <laughs> so, and there's so, much, so many different cultures from different, you know, countries there too in Shanghai very multicultural I need to take a break because I have a, a cold can you guys keep Oops. talking and see if yeah. there are any comments oh alright yeah so um, well basically Rashid was saying thanks for the update in the news I guess he's been catching up with us on the news as well he says our start of reading our news is very good and um, well that's great Hope um, maybe you can give us some comments about you know what you think about what we're just talking about Beijing. If you have if if you have been to Beijing, then I can you can uh, do a comparison or even like Beijing and Taipei if you have been to Taipei. But uh, anyway, but I thought maybe we can go on to the next story. What do you think? Um, I've got a story here actually. Well, we're thinking about going on to the next story if that's all right. 
Yeah, so um, I I want to talk about this one here. It's called the Open House Taipei, and it's a program that's just going to take place for two days in end of November, November 28th and the 29th, which is um, that uh, Taipei is going to open up 73 previously inaccessible private spaces. So what kind of spaces are these? We're talking about government offices and like backstage of theaters and like even the Taipei metro system, the control, you know, the control office. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think this is cool. I think I would want to go. Um, basically, this is taken after um, open, house, open House Worldwide and also taken after Open House London because the person who decided to do this Open House Taipei, his name is Chief Executive Officer Victor Wu. Um, he uh, told CNA that he wants to bring this festival to Taipei because he worked as an intern um, when they were having this Open House London. And he really wanted to showcase Taipei to the world, especially now that we're doing so well with you know controlling COVID-19. Then let people know what Taipei looks like, you know. And um, so I think this is really, really interesting. Like, for example, um, if you can zoom in, this is actually, well, you know, aerial view of a stage at the, uh, the National Concert and Theater. What is that now? The full name is National Theater and Concert Hall. Right. And, you know, we always see this in movies like, you know, like these action movies, they would go up on the top of um, the stage and walking along this really, really dangerous, you know, I don't know, like ropes and walkways. But I've always wondered what it looks like, although I'm afraid of of height, so I might not be able to make it up there. But this is just one amazing thing, you know, that you can see or even like the roof part. You know, we've got a beautiful roof of the National um, Concert and Theater Hall. And it's a very Chinese-style kind of sloping sloping roof. But you know, it's this really intricate and beautiful art, you know, in that area, right? And so um, I want to be able to walk up there. Although I think safety is the issue. Walking I think up they, on the roof? Well, not on or the roof. Actually, the roof. it's in between the roof and the body of the building, I guess. Interesting. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, just to see what it's like. And I do want to go into the MRT control station and look and office and look what it's it looks like and how things work because the blue line I think the blue line doesn't have any um, like conductor driver on the train so it's con- it's um, controlled remotely and so they do it from the control office the control room and I wonder how it works you know because um, there's nobody there and like how did figure out when to close the doors open the doors and things like that so I, I think this is something really interesting now most of the tours are free except for the ones that are, you know, uh, tours that are led by, like, these celebrity artists, maybe for the concert hall or whatever, then there's a, a fee, you know, to go on those tours. But um, I, I've always liked architecture, especially when I go abroad to Europe or whatever. See, I like taking pictures of architecture and buildings. I don't necessarily have me in the picture because I always like scenery, taking pictures of scenery, and then architecture. So I think this is a tour that I really enjoy going. And um, I, don't, I hope I can make it because they say you have to pre-register. And I bet a lot of people are scrambling for it. So it's November 28th and 29th, it's two days. And um, yeah, wouldn't you want to go? Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Very you know? unique tour of unique. Yeah, and, and look at like this. This is really intricate. Um, it says that it's the <laughs> catwalk at the National Theater and Concert Hall. I have no idea which part of the building it is, but we would never have thought that there is such. It's the bottom picture. It's so intricate. It, I think it'll be kind of dangerous walking along there, but uh, 
Yeah, just make sure I'm harnessed in you know, <laughs> with cables, I guess. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Hey, okay. Natalie. Jen Delory says, get well, Natalie. Thank you. <laughs> I have a bad cold and cough, so sorry for disappearing just then. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I did want to tell you about an online uh, dating scam and how, unfortunately, these cases are soaring and how we can avoid them. Mm. No one likes to be scanned, especially in love, right? Yeah, I know. True. So one case, re- you recently made the me- uh, news. Um, a woman surnamed Huang said she's going to transfer some money to her husband. Oh. But actually, she's it's not her husband. Him. Yeah, her yeah, husband. they're calling each other husband and wife. Yeah. They've never seen each other. <clears throat> but um, they got to know each other online. And they talk every day to the point of calling each other husband and wife. So that's huh. a little unusual. I think if you do that and you don't even, you haven't even seen each other, it's a little bit unusual, right? I know. And then giving them money. And then know? when they ask for money, of that's, course, that's, that's, not okay. So that that's a big red flag. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't realize that it's a scam because when you're in love, well, you know, yeah, she love can like, be oh, blind. Sure. And seriously, and was, so how much was it? Five hundred U.S. dollars. So yeah. it was the bank that said, "Are you sure? I think there's something wrong with the situation." And so um, he said he needed to cover living expenses, and so the bank teller um, prevented her from doing that, and they looked into it. And they had been in a, a relationship for half a year. Mm. And um, they also know that I think the reason the bank stopped this is because these are really common. Um, these scams, all kinds of scams, dating scams. And the most common scam about um, in the area of dating is someone opposing as an attractive man mm. with a good job abroad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Why is that? <laughs> Women go for... Uh, Physical outlook. Are women more gullible? You know? <laughs> so I thought it would be beautiful women, right? Trying to get, skin, yeah. you know, just have a nice picture up there of someone else. But vice versa. I mean, you want so, someone good looking and having a stable job, you know, to be able to take, take care, care of, of you. you. I guess that's what, dream, what some women dream of. Yeah. If you've never been in a relationship before and someone so good looking all these and nice smart to you. and rich, you know, jumps at you. I mean, you just, yeah. You just fall for it, right? So you definitely have to see the person in person. Just because there's a nice picture of someone and he says all these things about himself and it says nice things to you does not mean that it's all true, right? So I'm sure they were holding like video chats with each other, right? So they see each other on video, I I suppose. I don't know if it's video chat or or not. Or maybe just talking. Oh my gosh. So the picture that he gives could be fake. It could (laughs) be. Of course. That's happened a lot. I know. So anyway, be careful if you are um, falling in love online. Yeah. Okay, so we have some people uh, yeah. remarking on our stories. Tell us. Right. Well, let's um, let's say hi to Regina Yaspina, Joshua Buendia. Thank you so much for joining us. Joshua Buendia is um, calling. Uh, he's he's watching us from the Philippines. He says good evening from the Philippines. And there's also Gilbertim Da Viola Tim Tim. And yeah, well, thank you so much. And do leave us comments. I'll, I'll definitely read them on air. So yeah, leave us okay, comments. Okay, great. So, um, well, Paula, I know you have a question. It's also about love or 
not not so happy. At, well, anyways, well, let's hear hear this story about a couple <laughs> right. that wanted to get a divorce. Okay. <laughs> well, it's Tuesday afternoon right now in Taipei, and on Monday afternoon, a couple went to a household registration office in the central city of Taichung to file for divorce. However. Unfortunately, uh, the computer system there shut down, so they waited there for three hours. They didn't get anything done, and they 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 went there to fight for divorce. Then, because of the computer problems, so they didn't get things they done. They couldn't get a divorce, right? They couldn't get a divorce. <laughs> so some people said to the the couple, you know, maybe um, maybe it's fate, like God wants to give you, you know, three <laughs> more hours、chance. to reconsider. I mean, is this really you want to do, or maybe you two are meant for each other? You know, why don't you, you know, drop the idea and then that's okay,、funny. right? But this guy, he said that well,、um, I take a day off to you know to fight for to get the divorce, and、um, even though、um, the computer system、uh, went down today, I don't think the computer system、uh, will be out of order tomorrow. I'll come back tomorrow, <laughs> and that's what they did on Tuesday. Uh, morning,、um, the couple went back to the、okay. household registration office again, and then it took them fifteen、uh, minutes to get a divorce. Officially,、Aww. they are divorced a couple. <laughs> right. It would have been a better story if you know during those three hours they like. Why are we doing this? Yeah,、oh, right. we should try. Yeah, and then, and we should be, give another chance. And then it would be like, <laughs> <laughs> God、stuff. did this, you know? <laughs> right? What other things? Yes, cut the get power. Get together. The couple they are in their、uh, late twenties, and this guy said,、um, they still young. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, young couple. And he he said that well, they have been married for about a year, and they agreed、Aww. to divorce、oh, because、early. you know, really. And he said that well, yesterday I took a day off to get a divorce and. To work in today, and I took another day off, and finally I got a divorce. <laughs> you know, I have something to say about this because I've been reading. <laughs> say a, it, Natalie. Say yeah, it. <laughs> a great book about marriage.、Um, there's this long, a long study that, you know. Most couples will go through a time where they, you know, maybe don't like each other anymore. <laughs> But、um, they found that after five years, two thirds of those couples will be happy again. So, five years. I mean, they take the you know it doesn't,、yeah. doesn't necessarily take five years, but you, it's normal to go through spats of you know I don't know if I like、That's、this guy、normal. anymore or like he's he's annoying me and why did we even get married? I mean, you may think that because of all kinds of reasons, but you know once you made the commitment and if you're willing to work things out, you can probably go back to the stage where you love each other again and are happy with each other. Right. So I think these guys like quit too early. Too early. Too early. I'm just thinking about what is it? There's a Chinese saying, "Chinian yang." What, what seven years?、Oh, seven seven years. Year yes. They even go. go That's why you said five years. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should really keep at it. I mean, there are definitely no two perfect two people are the same. So there are going to be differences. You have to learn to compromise. I mean, I'm still working out with my husband. You know, we're married you, for almost thirty years, right? I mean, we've got our differences. You know, things that I still can't stand about him. But you know, what do you do? You try to work it out. If, otherwise, we wouldn't have three beautiful children. <laughs> the children help too, right? It kind of helps. Like. It's yeah, worth it's kind of worth it. it yes, it's worth children. it.、Uh, one year is too short. Definitely、oh, too short. So, and you know, love is not like all、um, mushy feelings、I、all the、know. time, right? It, it's、yeah. really a commitment and、mm-hmm. willing to work through things. So, and those feelings will come back、um, yeah. when you work things out. So,、uh, okay. So now we're just giving marriage advice. <laughs> <laughs> But that was an interesting story. 
Shirley, some people are remarking about um, how our elderly are doing here in Taiwan. Tell us about that. Yeah, we got some social media users, and I'm thinking these are foreign social media users. They really marvel at the way that our elderly people keep up really healthy lifestyle. Um, like for one, and, and, and actually that our senior citizens are often more active than most office workers, and that's for sure. Really? Yeah, I think so. And um, now there's this social media user who shared on a forum Reddit, said it, talked about his experience when he was, um, you know, trying to climb Xiangshan, which is right in, in Taipei City, you know, and um, there's a lot of steps, some steps going up for sure. It's a tiring, you know, climb. But he had this elderly person just passing by like a piece of cake, you know, on the climb. And then, um, you know, and then there was uh, he, he, and then he, uh, there was another uh, user ro- from Romania. He said that one day he was walking through the city streets in Taipei between 5 and 6 a.m. And he saw a ro- already a lot of elderly people jogging and chatting with their jogging? friends as they're walking and wow. jogging. Yeah. He said that in Romania, all 65 to 70-year-old people are usually suffering from illnesses of some form or another. And, and they usually don't have any recreational sports. You know, and he really wishes that they would become like our, our Taiwanese elderly people. And then there was another, um, uh, another foreigner that when he moved to Taiwan, he commented how the first time when he was moving to an apartment, he had, they sent, the moving company sent this old guy, you know, to help him move. And he was telling me, oh, you know, you shouldn't be straining yourself. My stuff is really heavy. You know, don't, don't, I think you should need to wait for more people to help you and other kind of stuff. But the old guy did not wait for him to finish his sentence. He was already holding like a fridge, a refrigerator sized basket on his back. Oh my God. And just climbing up the stairs, you know, like it's nothing. It's true. I've seen that. You know, t- most Taiwanese uh, movers, they use their own physical strength to move stuff. They don't use any gadgets or things on wheels, you know. They've been doing it for decades, I'm sure. So yeah. it's, it's like nothing to them. And they're, I know. Their muscles Carrying are strong. a fridge, that's, but wow. that's I can't do it now. Yeah, I don't I think I could well, do it. Well, it's a fridge-sized like basket full of things, oh, you know. Okay. So it, still, it's, it's I'm sure huge. It's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy, you know. So it, it's, it's amazing. So um, I, I really do think that Taiwanese people are, especially elderly people, are catching on, like, exercise is really important. And that, you know, they get up early in the morning and go exercise in the park when the air is really clean and fresh, you know. And, yeah, I'm really surprised because... A lot of times we see these movies or, or documentaries of foreign, foreign foreigners in their country, you know, like really exercising and walking, you know. But here, I don't know. It seems like maybe that's not the majority, <laughs> probably. But um, yeah, I think exercise is really important. But I think town, how would you say? I've been back 30 years, maybe in the last 10 years, maybe even more that people are really catching on the fact that health is very important and well, exercising is very important. Your in-law, your mother-in-law does a lot of uh, dancing and stuff, well, right? Well, she was teaching like this kind of dance um, um, for in the parks <coughs> for 10 years, but but she stopped already. She taught it? Yeah, she taught it. Really good, oh, huh? She would get up at 5 in the morning and teach at 6, from 6 to 7. And it's like all these, you know, and then... It started with just only a few, you know, people. And then the most she had taught was like 50. Wow. You know, people like, they, they pass on word, you know, and then people start, you know, they stop by and then they start doing the dance with that and with her. Yeah, she was teaching it. She was really teaching it. Oh, Jen Delari was saying that. I just hope that those two, oh, he's, she, he's, she's talking about a previous story. Wanted to get a divorce can stay friends. You know, <laughs> and he says that I'm friendly with a few of my exes. 
and we had better relationships after breaking up than when we were together. <laughs> wow. And well, it's says, easier, right? Said, yeah. <laughs> and then in brackets, together. he says, it's probably my fault, even I don't like me on the best of days. Yeah, I know. <sighs> we go through moods. Yeah, sure. We, we can have I emotional, think, you know, flings. And, and, I yeah. think it's, you know, marriage is, it, it can be challenging because the real you comes out and the other person too, all the good, bad and ugly, right? Yeah. And then you have to, you know, accept it and deal with it and move forward or whatever. Right, the before and after, you know, after you get married. It's not like, you know, when you're dating, <laughs> going to nice restaurants every night. Yeah, I know. You see things, you know, that you didn't see when you were dating, right? No more flowers, no more cards, but that's okay. <laughs> so, well, if you're still, if you're married, keep it up, you know, it's worth it. And uh, thank you for sharing, Jen. And, uh, okay, well, thanks for joining us today on Here in Taiwan. Um, we are here every weekday except for Thursday where we have Taiwan Insider for you. So join us around this time. Um, for Here in Taiwan, I am Natalie So. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Paula Chow. We'll see ya. Bye. You're listening to Just the Classics, and we're about to hear one of the biggest hits from 1997 by Emil Zhou or Zhou Jin, one of the biggest stars from Taiwan in the 80s and 90s. This very popular song is called Friends, Peng You. In those days, Emil Zhou had countless groups of friends singing this song in karaoke all over Taiwan and Asia. i
寂寞会成为习惯，唯独对你有些想念，想着你。That's another one of Emil Zhou's hits. Are you okay now? Emil Zhou was popular in Taiwan and also throughout Hong Kong, China, and Southeast Asia in the 80s and 90s. He's a Hong Kong-born Taiwanese singer, songwriter, and actor, and he's released more than 40 albums in Mandarin, Cantonese, and English. Let's hear another one of his songs. This one is called "Still Love You." 就是不肯相信，爱真是这么回事。尽管寂寞的总在燃烧夜里，孤独的灵魂，却为了谁我真心，怀着温柔的讯息，苦苦用爱着你。你只剩乱了心，犯了情，忘了只有相爱曾经，相爱到疯狂，我伤到绝望，孤独分分秒秒在暗夜煎熬，心越来越瘦，你越飞越高，就算无爱可找，我无路可逃，却还要爱你，我还要沉溺。泪无声无息，爱无边无际，再不能爱你，我变了自己，思念无依无心寒无止境。
married an American lady named Constance, whom he met in Taiwan, and he has an interesting success story. He came to Taiwan to study math at Taiwan's top university, National Taiwan University. He sang and played folk songs in local coffee shops while he was in college. He wanted to become a singer, but Rock Records only hired him as an assistant producer, where he wrote songs for other artists. But he began to sing jingles for their ads, and that caught the attention of his boss. They let him become a singer, and he became one of the most popular singers in Taiwan and Asia. Here's his song, A Man With Stories.
道你无法去摆脱过去失败，挫折的伤痛，你快对我说，别总是不知所措。Muso song "Sleepless Night Alone," and Nelson with his hit "Nothing Will Stop Me from Loving You." Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. 
Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.